Welcome back to the Middling Manager Hub podcast, where we navigate the challenges of middle management together. I'm your host, Steve Westover, and today we're diving into the controversial topic of hustle culture and its impact on the workplace. We'll explore the negative implications and discuss how as managers, we can lead our teams through it or work towards changing this culture. So find a comfy seat, grab your headphones, and let's get going. So let's start by talking a little bit about what is hustle culture. Hustle culture, as we've seen in recent years, places work at the center of life. Long hours are praised, and taking time off is often viewed as laziness. The incessant push for continuous hustle, however, comes with significant drawbacks. Burnout becomes a real concern, with mental and emotional stress affecting individuals to the point where they have to leave their jobs. According to a Deloitte study, a staggering 77% of people have experienced burnout and 42% have left their jobs due to the stress. The cost of burnout isn't just personal, it affects companies as well. Disengaged employees can cost businesses as much as 34% of annual salaries. It's clear that a change is needed, and that's where the break culture comes in. Unlike hustle culture, break culture prioritizes mental well-being encouraging regular breaks and work-life balance. So how can we as managers introduce and strengthen a break culture to combat the hustle culture within our companies? Let's explore four actionable steps. One, set the tone. Use the workplace messaging to emphasize that it's not only acceptable but encouraged to take breaks. Motivational messages like, taking a break can lead to breakthroughs, can help shift the mindset. Two, lead by example. As leaders, normalize taking breaks by setting the example. If you demonstrate the importance of recharging, your team is more likely to feel comfortable doing the same. Three, make people feel valued. Counter the toxic belief instilled by hustle culture that individuals are never doing enough. Acknowledge and appreciate the efforts of your team emphasizing that continuous work without breaks is not a measure of success. And four, pay attention to red flags. Actively monitor your team for signs of burnout, such as working overtime or skipping breaks. Time tracking tools can be valuable in identifying patterns and helping you to address potential issues before they escalate. So where hustle culture is a culture which always wants more, do more, do faster. Don't take your break. Don't take vacation. Yes, we're going to offer you unlimited PTO, but we don't really expect you to take your PTO. We're going to put a lot of limitations on that. So be aware of how the hustle culture could be negatively impacting you and your work and your team and their work and be prepared to combat that and make it better. Real world examples of companies making a shift can inspire our own efforts. Some businesses are recognizing the importance of a balanced work environment. They're leveraging workplace messaging, encouraging breaks, and actively supporting employees who prioritize their well-being. Remember, the only way to successfully introduce a break culture is to eliminate the guilt associated with taking breaks. Support your team members in finding the balance that allows them to return to their work more focused and rejuvenated. 
Here are four real-world examples of businesses that are actively transitioning away from hustle culture. 1. Microsoft Microsoft has been making headlines for its four-day workweek experiment in Japan. During August in 2019, Microsoft Japan implemented a work-life choice challenge, giving employees every Friday off. The result? Productivity increased by about 40%, and electricity costs were reduced. This experiment demonstrated that reducing work hours and embracing a more flexible schedule can lead to increased efficiency and well-being for employees. 2. Bumble Bumble, the dating app company, policy called Bumble Brew, which encourages employees to take a break and disconnect from work. Bumble Brew is a cafe in the company's headquarters where employees can enjoy free coffee and a change of environment. This initiative reflects Bumble's dedication to creating a more relaxed and balanced work culture. 3. Buffer Buffer is a social media management platform and has been a pioneer in promoting a healthy work culture. The company is fully remote and emphasizes asynchronous communication, allowing employees to have more control over their schedules. Buffer also practices salary transparency, fostering a sense of trust among its employees. By prioritizing work-life balance and well-being, Buffer challenges the traditional norms of hustle culture. And four, Unilever. Unilever, a multinational consumer goods company, has shifted its focus towards employee well-being and work flexibility. The company introduced a program called Future of Work, which includes measures such as a four-day work week and reduced working hours. Unilever recognizes the importance of adapting to changing work dynamics and the need to prioritize the mental and physical health of its workforce. These examples showcase that a transition away from hustle culture is not only possible, but can lead to the positive outcomes for both employees and businesses. By prioritizing work-life balance, fostering flexibility, and encouraging breaks, these companies are challenging the traditional notions of overwork and promoting a healthier approach. To the idea of hustling isn't necessarily a bad thing in and of itself. I remember growing up playing sports, it was always about the hustle. Am I hustling running the bases? Am I hustling running down the court uh, trying to, am I hustling uh, seeking rebounds? Am I hustling to make a block on the football field? What the hustle means is effort. It means that you're working hard. It means that you're looking for ways to succeed and willing to put forth the effort that is needed to succeed. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Being motivated, working hard are good things. But what happens when hustling is a nonstop effort is it becomes exhausting and we can't keep it up. We start to feel bad about ourselves for not being able to keep that up. It's just not reasonable that we do that. And so it makes a lot of sense to, to adopt something more akin to the break culture. A break culture doesn't say that we don't work hard, but it does mean that we understand that it's necessary to recharge. Back a number of years ago, I had an experience where a friend of mine approached me about taking a position at his company. He wanted to do me this favor of allowing me to work for his company, um, and he thought it was a great opportunity for me, and I thought it might be too. So we sat down and we talked, and being comfortable in my current role, I wanted to make sure that compensation was fair. I wanted to make sure that other benefits 
were commensurate with what I was getting, including time off, sick time, leave, vacation. And by engaging that conversation, he kind of threw up his hands and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, those things are fine, but we have a hustle culture here. There may be a night where we're just all going to get together and work all night through because that's what we're going to do. And for me, I had to think about, does this fit my need? Does this fit what I want to do in my work-life balance? And recognizing that I had a family, a number of kids, all in school activities, I knew that I wouldn't be able to meet his expectations for being able to hustle at the times whenever he wanted to. It wasn't that important to me for that to have that job. And by having the discussion about time off, he mentioned to me that that just threw up red flags to him that I wasn't willing to put forth the effort. And simultaneously, he put up the red flags to me saying that this isn't the kind of company I want to work for. I don't mind working hard. I want to work hard. At the same time, I do understand that work-life balance is important and I need those breaks to recharge. I need lots of breaks to recharge. And so what I find in my current role is that when I take those breaks and my staff sees me taking those breaks and I don't apologize for taking days off, And I don't expect them to apologize for taking days off. It's all part of the benefits package and we need those times. So I take them, I encourage them to take them and it does us all good. So I'm kind of making hustle culture sound really bad. And, and, and that's, and that's my personal bias, obviously showing through. I, I think there's a lot of negative to it. There are some positives and some companies still believe in it. They push and push and push. And they know that by stressing people, they'll get the best out of them. And to a point, I think they're right. I think they can get that. But it's a dangerous game of pushing and pulling to the point of breaking. So it's a dangerous game to play with them. But let's talk about um, the fascinating example of Apple that challenges the conventional notions of hustle culture. Apple is one of the most coveted employers, has been successful not just for its high salaries and lavish offices, but for its unique approach to rewarding hard work. They reward hardworking employees. And the secret ingredient is freedom, putting forth rewards. Historically, Apple was known for its demanding work environment with little work-life balance. However, responding to pushback and evolving work dynamics, the company is now prioritizing flexibility for those who demonstrate the dedication. It's simple, yet a powerful concept, reward hard work with freedom. Unlike some companies with a notorious hustle culture, Apple takes a little bit different approach. Rather than giving those who work hard more work, Apple gives them more freedom. This strategy incentivizes productivity while fostering a positive hustle culture and staff happiness. So what can we learn from Apple's approach? Here are a few key takeaways. One, skip the corporate babysitting. Apple's ability to provide freedom stems from its rigorous candidate selection process, guided by the rule of three E's, expertise, ease, and employability. By selecting highly qualified candidates, Apple ensures that employees don't need constant supervision, allowing for autonomy in their roles. So in essence, they seek out and hire the best people. Two, autonomy grows in proportion to performance. Instead of burdening high performers with more tasks, Apple rewards them with increased freedom. As employees prove their value in terms of both quantity and quality of work, they gain more autonomy. 
because the individual has the freedom and the power over their own life and their own schedule. Three, people will happily do a good job for those they want to please. Building a personal connection with employees is crucial. Apple's strategy involves getting to know employees on a somewhat personal level. This not only builds trust, but also motivates staff to go above and beyond because they want to please their managers. Now again, here we have to be careful that we don't become manipulative, but having a good personal relationship, and as long as we don't take advantage of that relationship, really helps build a strong team dynamic. In essence, a cushy job at Apple isn't necessarily an easy job, but it creates an environment where employees feel supported and valued. The work hard, play hard ethos isn't just a bygone concept. It's a living philosophy at companies like Apple. Employers willing to invest in knowing their staff, relinquishing control and rewarding excellence with freedom can create a workplace where top performers are drawn toward freedom rather than pushed into burnout. As we navigate the complexities of management, let's take a page from Apple's book and consider how we can cultivate a positive hustle culture to an extent, in other words, encouraging hard work that prioritizes both hard work and the well-being of our teams. By encouraging breaks, encouraging that time off, encouraging those recharging moments. So let's review. And the transition towards a more balanced approach, as exemplified by Apple, reveals valuable insights for middle managers navigating the modern workplace. The shift away from the relentless grind of hustle culture isn't just a trend. It's a necessity for the well-being of both employees and the overall success of the company. Apple's success in creating a cushy work environment lies in its ability to reward hard work, not with more tasks, but with freedom. As managers, we've explored key principles from Apple's playbook. One, skip the corporate babysitting. Cultivate an environment of trust by selecting highly qualified candidates through a rigorous hiring process. This eliminates the need for constant supervision and allows employees the autonomy to excel in their roles. Two, Autonomy grows in proportion to performance. Reward high performers with increased freedom. By linking autonomy to demonstrated value in terms of both quantity and quality of work, a positive and gradual progression towards a cushy job environment can be achieved. And three, people will happily do a good job for those they want to please. People want to work for a good manager. People leave bad managers. Be the good manager. Building personal connections with employees fosters motivation and a desire to excel. The Apple example underscores that the work hard, play hard idea really still exists. And as we navigate the complexities of management, we need to consider how these principles can be applied in our organizations and with our teams. Remember, a healthy work culture that prioritizes both hard work and employee well-being is not only achievable, but essential for long-term success. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Middling Manager Hub podcast. I hope you've gained some valuable perspectives on navigating the complexities of corporate culture and fostering a positive work environment. If you enjoyed today's episode or have any thoughts to share, I'd love to hear from you. Your feedback fuels the discussions we bring. As you continue your journey as a middle manager, remember that your role is pivotal in shaping the culture within your team and organization. Strive for that delicate balance between hard work and well-being, inspired by the lessons we've drawn from Apple's unique approach. 
Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll delve into more management strategies. Until next time, continue leading with purpose, empathy, and a commitment to the empowered workforce of tomorrow.